We are very excited about today's show. And before we begin, we've got Jesse Ledoux with our product feature of the week. Jesse, tell us what you got for us. Hey, Stephen. Pageants are expansive. I mean, they cost a lot. There's a lot of different things you have to pay for. Uh, and that's even before you win the title and then you win and then it gets even crazier. So what Pageant Planet has done is we have taken it upon ourselves to incorporate a contestant fundraiser feature into your contestant profile, which I love because it brings people all in one place. And you have this magical electronic business card in your pageant profile, and now people can donate directly to you through Pageant Planet. So Steven, can you give us a little snapshot of how it works? Yeah, it's if anybody's familiar with GoFundMe, it works just like GoFundMe. And just like GoFundMe, there's a 0% platform charge. We only take um, percentage to cover our actual transaction costs, which that percentage is the same as GoFundMe. Um, so it's just like GoFundMe, but it's tailored to pageants. So you can put milestones there. You're like, hey, I need, you know, $75 for a new pair of shoes. I need, you know, $500 for a new dress and $350 for entry fees or whatever it is, airplane tickets, you know, for nationals or, you know, if you want to raise money for your platform of choice or for a nonprofit or ad pages or whatever, you can set those milestones in there and then you just send out your link and then people can choose which milestone that they want to donate to and you just say, "Okay, I need this money by, you know, arbitrary date, but let's say you know, June 23rd, and then there's a countdown di- timer that starts based on that uh, end road. I, I love this because people are so skeptical to just give you money. But if you say, here is the hard cost of what I need, they're so much more likely to say, okay, I'll pay a hundred bucks for your hotel for one night. And here's a hack for you because a lot of people that are fundraising for their pageant, it's usually for like an entry fee. So you can't really quantify what it's for. It's like, Hey, it's just my fees and nobody wants to give it to your fees. But if you know that if you raise, like you're to spend X amount of dollars in your plane ticket, just roll that into that, that pageant fee. So instead of saying you're paying for pageant fees, you're paying for my pageant flight because you'd be paying for that already. So just a tip for how you can kind of maneuver that from the marketing perspective. Steven, is there a site or somewhere they can go with a lot of like frequently asked questions that will clarify anything that they still have questions on now? Yeah, you can check this link in the in the show notes, but you can also just go to the menu. So go to pageantplanet.com, look at the menu. If you're on the mobile, just click on the top left-hand corner and then click sponsorship. And literally that is a video of me talking, explaining it. There's frequently asked questions there that covers how you get paid, how you actually start it up. How you start it up is really easy. You just create a contestant profile on Pageant Planet and you check a box that says start collecting money, you know, and so it's that easy, but it walks you through that. There's some tutorials there for you too. Um, but yeah, it's just a really like simple feature that we created, we paid for, we've developed it for months and we're just giving it to you as an opportunity to help you pay for things like coaching and pageants and fundraisers and all that fun stuff. All right. Great. Thanks, Steven. Thanks, Jesse. Welcome to Pageant Planet's podcast, where we share stories and strategies to help expand and connect the global pageant community. Visit pageantplanet.com to find pageants, hire coaches, shop for dresses, and more. Now, here's your host, Stephen Roddy. Welcome, everyone, to another episode. Today, Jesse and myself, we are going to be discussing three ways you can use pageantry to land your dream career. So, Jesse, set the stage for us. Stephen, we are constantly fighting the good fight to prove to the world that pageants are a positive thing, despite <laughs> what the rest of society wants to tell themselves. Yep. And, like, Uphill okay, pageant sometimes. leaders. What's that? 
Uphill battle sometimes. Oh, I was like, oh my gosh, we got to start recording all over again, but we're golden. <laughs> um, so people that are listening, like this is the behind the scenes. Like sometimes you're like, okay, wait, we got to do this again. So that's what yeah. I thought was happening, but we're golden. We're golden. Yeah, we're golden. So, okay. Here's to the pageant haters. Like they don't like pageants because people get judged, but yet they do nothing but judge our industry, which sounds really reasonable. <laughs> Mic drop moment. Yeah, I actually, even in my outline, I put the eye roll emoji. Like, that's what I was feeling when I wrote this. Like, but I It's think, good perspective. Right? Yeah. Like, the, the results speak for themselves, though. Like, pageant contestants aren't afraid to face their fears. They stand up for their beliefs and are doing what seems impossible in 2019. And that is, which is terrible to say, they have actual interpersonal and true communication skills. Like what? <laughs> like, that is disintegrating so quickly in society. And yet pageant girl after pageant girl are killing it time and time again. Yeah. Okay. So, I'm off the soapbox. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. Uh, so one of the biggest arguments we have. Boy, is that was a long in- dramatic pause. Was it? <laughs> it was. So we've been doing this biography out of practice for like the coaching, oh, the coaching podcast. I know. This is a hot mess. Maybe we should just delete and start again. No, I'm just joking. We were on. We're pushing oh through. Oh my gosh. Plowing okay. through. Okay. So with that, like, let's get back to today's topic. Okay. Um, start again. One of the biggest arguments we have is the tangible skills, many of which I just mentioned, the personal, the interpersonal skills, communication skills that pageants afford its participants. And Stephen, like who are some of your opinion, the most successful pageant alums that you could think of? I mean, just kind of off the top of my head, we got like Vanessa Williams, uh, former Miss America, like Oprah competed in a pageant, Rihanna, Demi Lovato. And then we have like, you know, more present day Olivia Coppo, who's now like a world famous model, TV host, has her own line at Express, Halle Berry, Oscar award winner, um, Judge Faith Brown, like she was a Miss Louisiana. She's an attorney and she's a TV judge. Um, Gretchen Carlson, before she was an officer at Miss America, which now she just recently stepped down. She was a household name on Fox. Um, Kristen Chenoweth, a Tony Award winner performer. And there's like so many others. Well, and you look at that list too, and it covers so many different industries. Like if you want to be in the entertainment industry, Olivia's crushing it. If you want to be um, in Hollywood, Halle Berry, like we don't need to say anything else about Halle Berry. She's phenomenal. Faith Brown, successful attorney. Gretchen Carlson, broadcast journalist, Kristen Chenoweth, Broadway performer. I mean, it runs the gamut of success. It really does. Yeah, it really touches on all all spaces there. So, yeah, you can really leverage pageantry to get your dream job in case in mm-hmm. point. Yep. So the first step in using pageantry to you to find your dream career, to get your dream career is what I will say is notoriety. And will winning most pageants get you 100,000 followers overnight? Likely not. However, it may land you some local newspaper clippings, social media shout outs from friends, businesses, etc. And all of those can aid in your what I'm going to call your Google ability and get those all important doors open for you. Like if someone recognizes your name, there's like an instant intrigue that goes with that. And if they know about your accomplishments, there's even more intrigue. So if you want to attend the biggest fundraiser peppered with local or national celebrities, it certainly helps to have a title under your belt that you can lean on when you call and ask to be part of it. Yeah, and there's a great book I'd like to recommend to piggyback on this. It's called Mm. Trust Me, I'm Lying. 
And it's all about marketing and how to leverage the media press that you are currently getting on a local level to get it for more and more media coverage and to open up other doors of opportunity. So um, it's a it's a really great book to show you how to leverage that. And you know, as kind of a case in point, like if I would have called a pageant before I started Pageant Planet or you know, even before I grew Pageant Planet and said, hey, I want to do a social media takeover at your event, and most people would have laughed or not even responded to my, you know, email or text messages or whatever. And now I can say like, hey, you know, I'm Stephen Roddy, owner of Pageant Planet, and I want to come to your pageant. And normally they're like, oh my gosh, like, absolutely come, like, we'll pay your expenses and give you extra and all that stuff. So it's because there's a, a track record of success, I now add value to their event like you add value when you're wearing that crown and you're the reigning title holder. So with each of these three tools, we're going to tell you how it helps. And we just mentioned the ability to open those doors and to gain instant street cred. And then the task associated that you can do right now to help you push in that direction. Um, so first though, I want to go back to that book you mentioned, Stephen. it's called trust me, I'm lying and people can like find it on Amazon or something. Yeah, you can find it on Amazon. Um, it was written a few years ago. Um, it's, Gosh, it really peels back the whole media industry and how this individual, he was able to market, um, oh, it's a major fashion line, uh, American Apparel, and how he got so much free media coverage by just, in essence, manipulating the media. And it just walks through step by step how he did it. It's very fascinating. And I actually have a personal friend who recommended it to me, and he leveraged it to get covered by the Boston Globe for mm. free. Um, so he just did the step-by-step. -step. So it'll work anywhere in the world. Uh, so if you're in South Africa, UK, Australia, the principles are the same um, because media works the same pretty much regardless of where you are. I used to love American Apparel. I used mm -hmm. to, It was like my favorite place to shop when I was in college. Yeah. So this guy would deliberately create controversial campaigns to get everybody yes. talking. Yes. And so he was the brains behind all that. Wow. And, uh, and he wrote a book on basically saying, this is the climate and this is how you can get free coverage. Wow. Yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty okay. interesting. Pretty interesting. Gonna... All right. So Alexa, that's order. Trust me. <laughs> I'm lying. Anyway. Okay. So that's, so here's order, the task trust associated me, I'm lying. <laughs> So here's the task. Identify three events you want to attend that will set you up to meet the people you believe you need to meet in order to succeed or take the next steps in your career. And I want you to start researching ways that you can be involved. So you get those three events and then you say, okay, where are the connections there? And if you go on LinkedIn, maybe you have first or second or connections with someone that either works for that organization or knows someone that works for that organization. And like, it's time to start making phone calls. So it's set the stage of what, where you want to be to meet these people and then figure out a way to get there. Yeah, that's perfect. Okay. So we've covered notoriety. What's the next step in like landing your, your dream career? So the next step is what I call skill building. And so for example, if you want to be in marketing, but your current nine to five job, cause we got to pay the bills, honey, mm -hmm. is in a totally unrelated field. And this is your opportunity to use your title, to take on projects that allow you to marry your strengths and passions outside of that nine to five job. And like, without even thinking, like when I was a contestant, like I said to myself, I'm great at making people feel great. 
and inspiring people to feel something. So I was working in technology sales at the time and I started my 1000 cards, $1,000 campaign. And like I did it to the nine, Steven, you know, I don't do anything small. Mm -hmm. It had a logo. It had brand colors. It had an iconic brand image. Like it was a yellow balloon. So there's a yellow balloon in the logo. I brought yellow balloons everywhere I went. It was a very clear call to action. And these are things that I do best, but it had nothing to do with my current job. But I was able to say that on my resume, developed and implemented 1,000 cards, $1,000 social impact campaign. Mm, Which is massive for marketing. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So you need to use your skills and leverage you as a title holder to make that happen. So um, how it helps. This is huge. So consider yourself your own intern for the job you want to have. So you don't have the job and you're not really an intern, but work on projects you think you would have to work on in your dream job as a title holder. So like I said, develop campaigns, think strategically, start a blog, whatever it is that's gonna help pad your experience, do it now. And the task is when you're looking up these positions that you hope to have someday, what are the common experience elements they're looking for that you are currently lacking? If your actual job experience doesn't cover that, this is where your pageant work comes in. So you have to fill in the blanks by identifying these requirements, maneuvering them in your pageant preparation, and just get it done. Yeah, and you know, you've you used this in interview, and I'd like to mm-hmm. use it towards this now too, in resume. Yeah. Like if I could scratch your name off of that resume, put any other like person's or job applicant's name on there, and boom, and it fits, then it's not a good resume. Yeah. Like, or if I could scratch off the fact that you're applying for Pageant Planet and then just put, I'm applying for like a local restaurant job or something like that and submit the same resume, it's not a good resume. Mm-hmm. Um, we go through and we always surf the people that you know follow us on social media and our email list first for job applicants because mm-hmm. I am a firm believer that pageantry has the greatest people on the planet. And I want those strong, powerful men and women to work for our organization. And so we just went through, we were looking through salespeople and it was amazing to me how many people submitted resumes that had nothing to do with the position. And it's like, you know, no judgment if that was one of your people take this as a learning experience, but you probably didn't get a call from us because like, I don't see every resume. I have people that go through them and scan them and then the best of the best get interviews with us, you know, the best of the best resumes. So you probably mm-hmm. even make it through the first thing if you didn't even point to the fact that you had any sales experience or at least tailor your experience to where it could be perceived that you had sales experience. Yeah. And I, I'll use myself as an example is I, I was in nonprofit corporate relations for several years and I loved that job. And that's the job I had immediately after I became Miss International because I did all that work as a title holder to be in the nonprofit sector, which is what I wanted at the time. And then I, I learned that, you know, my skill, I loved making these connections. I loved developing these brand activations. So I really didn't, I love nonprofit, but I wanted to be more in the marketing side. So I said, okay, I don't have five years of tangible work experience in a marketing firm, but I've been a title holder for how many years? I've been a pageant coach doing brand development. We worked alongside other brands. So how do I leverage that on my resume to say, like, I really have been doing this for five years, but my previous job just don't account for it. So figure out a way that if your dream job is outside of your realm right now, really dig deep and think about all the experiences you have 
you've had, because I promise you, you probably have more than you think that you can translate into your paperwork when you're applying for a job. And that actually rolls us perfectly into the third point, which is resume. Yeah. So you want to give us a breakdown? I know I kind of did some spoiler alerts. I took a, a tangent there that gave away the uh, the end of the chapter. But <laughs> tell us why having a resume is, is important for uh, securing your dream job. Yeah. So this is a, a major question for contestants looking to land a job or an internship. And do like do I list my titles? Do I not list my titles? And I personally chose not to, but I extracted my experiences and listed those. And my my BFF, she's actually a former Miss America's Outstanding Teen, Maria DeSantis. She did the same, which is like low key where I got the idea. Like she was trying to be an accountant at PricewaterhouseCoopers at the time in New York City, and like putting Miss America's Outstanding Teen on the resume probably wasn't the right fit for that company. So instead of saying that, she said. Her experience was a national spokesperson for Children's Miracle Network, traveled to 35 states to speak about the importance of music education. And like, who's going to who's gonna get a resume like that and not be at least like the interest is peaked right. and not clouded by anything else? And here's how it helps because it gets kind of convoluted there is like, you never know who's screening resumes like Steven just said and what kind of bias they have because HR people are people too. And like we talked about, in the very beginning of this podcast, people can be judgy and you just never know who's going to come across and who's going to have that opinion. But honestly, like what a waste to not include all the amazing things you do and have done. And it's always, and I repeat, always better to be able to explain your pageant ties in person than being written off before you step into the interview room if you get there at all. Yeah. And I mean, there's case in point where you said is I have friends in the corporate area who prior to meeting me say they just don't even consider girls that compete in pageantry because of the stereotype, like high maintenance, all those kinds of things, which you and I know it's not true. It's baloney, actually. The, yeah, but that's the that's the stereotype, um, you know, and that's based on Hollywood, not necessarily anything any one person has done. You know, you see things like Miss Congeniality or just you know stories or like songs about pageantry or whatever. Um, it's all perceived as like girls that are overly high maintenance. So again, not the truth, but that's, you know, we can thank Hollywood for that. So um, that was probably a kind of a clutch your pearls moment, as you would say, wasn't it? Like when they say, no, don't put your pageant experience on the resume. I I think it probably was. And I, I hope there are no clutch pearls, but that is the reality. And the expectation is if your title itself outshines any work you actually did, in which case I encourage you to like move along, sister. Like if someone's <laughs> going to see it and be like, well, she does all of this amazing stuff, but she's also Miss America. Ew. Like, <laughs> no. Next. <laughs> all right. What kind of tasks do you have for them based on uh, all these resume tips that you've given them? The task is to pull together all of the super amazing things you've accomplished with your sparkly hat. Awards, completed plans, achieved goals, whatever it is, like put it down. And if you were to explain that to someone without ever mentioning your title, would you? And what would they need to know about that? So list them and integrate them into your job and school applications. Yeah, that's awesome. Okay. So I, I wanted to go ahead and add in some social media moments um, that people had sent along. And um, I don't know, if Stephen, if you have these in front of you or not. Yep, I do. Perfect. Do you want to go ahead and read the first one? Yeah, it looks like it's Elise Androck. 
X O <laughs> something. Okay, so it says pageants have influenced my life in so many ways. Pageants have allowed me to build confidence in myself and showed me that I could do all caps anything I set my mind to. I decided to pursue a pre medical degree and will be starting med school next month. Through pageants, I've learned how to walk in the interview room with the understanding of what I can bring to the table as a future physician. I'm 100% certain that the interview skills that I learned through pageantry got me a seat at my dream medical school. I have also met people from all walks of life during my involvement in Reign as a title holder, which taught me so much about my community and the needs that need to be met. That's beautiful. And you want to help it me is. out with the name there? It's A-L-Y-S-S-A-N-D-R-A-X-L. I'll include it in the show notes. Yeah. It's a it's Alyssa, but something. I can't, I don't, I'm not help. Oh, maybe... Mm, Alessandra. Oh, Alexandra XO. Okay. <laughs> when you say it's spelled out, it is confusing, okay? Like, I'll, I'll give you that one for sure. We got there. Okay, because I was like, Alyssa, Indra. No, that's not a last name. Alexandra I know, XO. I was doing the same. Okay. Um, I don't know if you're watching The Bachelorette this season with Hannah Brown. Stephen, are you? And we're not yes. watching. Yeah. So this exactly reminds me of last week's episode where she was trying to figure out the Boston Tea Party slogan. The no taxation without representation. It's like no repre- no representation without ta- uh, and she like kept going and she finally got there. That was us just then. Yeah, that was us. Oh, she's she's funny. She's a hoop. She's killing it. Side note, like I am she's one of my favorites ever. Yeah, because she's just so like real and yeah, everybody relates with her. They're like, Oh yeah, I totally have felt yeah. that or you know, awkward like that or whatever. So. Yep. Okay. So the next social media moment is from I love this handle personally. It's Poetic Spaghetti. Hmm. And she says, I am a political organizer that has to be very comfortable speaking in front of people and asking people for help, volunteering, donating, etc. Pageants have helped me so much in both of these areas. I've improved my public speaking skills through pageant interview and onstage question. And learning how to get sponsors for my state competition helped when I had to start asking people for money in my new job. Love mm-hmm. it. Nice. And then we have one more with for McKinsey.Echhorn. She said, the interview portion of pageantry helped me secure a volunteer position at my local hospital, which I plan to use to become an obstetrician and a gynecologist in the future. Wow. Real life experience. I mean, this is what it's all about because we talk about the fact that like one, and so I'll, I guess I just summarize it, Stephen, if you're cool with that. Can yeah, I take us cool. home? Yeah, bring us awesome. home. All right, so... One contestant out of thousands that compete for major titles will win. And maybe it will be you, which would be phenomenal. But the likelihood that you'll be able to live off your pageant riches, which is like an LOL, like who has pageant riches, for the rest of your life is like slim to none. So it's time to start thinking about the next phase of your life and why not use the hobby and passion you spend a significant amount of time on already to help you get there. Yeah, this is beautiful. And like as you're going through your development phases and all that, and especially for when you're young, I had some mentors tell me that from uh, zero to 30, you're just figuring out like what's going on. You just don't even know. And Mm -hmm. it's from 30 to 60 are your accumulation years. You accumulate wealth, you accumulate contacts, you accumulate wisdom. And then your 60 years and on, you give it back to the next generation to help them. So pageantry gives you this beautiful foundation that, I mean, as Jesse said, yeah, you're not going to walk away with a million dollars. However, you will walk away with the skill set that if properly applied could generate you millions for the rest mm-hmm. of your life. So, Can I jump in for please. one more anecdote? Yeah. Uh-huh. 
Um, it's your favorite story of all time, Steven. <laughs> so one of, when I first came on board as queen of coaching, it was like Murphy's law. It was just trouble after trouble. And one contestant, I'm interviewing her and this is no shade at all. This is just to crack up a little bit about it. <laughs> and I, was like, well, I was like, tell me, like she had a wall up and I was like, what the heck is going on? Why do you really want to do this? She goes, honestly, I want to be rich. And I, I crack <laughs> up and I felt she was a brand new contestant. I was like, girlfriend, I love it. I love it. it it's not the norm. It, so yes, you're absolutely right, Stephen. that these skills, these are skills that are going to get you a pageant title. Yes. And they're going to set you up for success in the long term, but it's not the pageant that's going to make you rich. It's how you use these skills to eventually get there. So I love that you said that. Yeah, 100%. Well, thank you all for listening. If you've received any benefit from this show or for one's previous, please consider giving us a five-star review. Um, it might seem like a small action, but it really does help us keep the show going. Want to become a part of pageant history? Create a free contestant or business profile on pageantplanet.com to unlock hidden features and connect with other experts throughout the world.